Hello, and welcome to the Ketogenic Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Temple Stewart. I'm a registered dietitian, ketogenic weight loss specialist, wife, and mom. My keto solution method empowers women to lose weight by teaching them how to work with their body instead of against it. This method provides a step-by-step process to teach you how to successfully lose the weight you want while avoiding being hungry, miserable, and bored. It's a whole food approach that teaches you weight loss for a lifetime. Every few weeks, I discuss a topic that will help you understand the ketogenic diet a little bit better and give you practical tips on following it successfully. Happy Wednesday, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about low-fat dieting and why it's terrible and does way more harm than good. Um, I have been getting a lot of questions about this lately in the DMs on Instagram. If you don't follow me there, go to the.ketogenic.nutritionist to follow me. I answer questions. It's a very interactive page. But what I was saying was that I've been getting a lot of questions about some of these newer diets, like Octavia is one that I've been getting a lot of questions about. And overall, just generally speaking, most diets, including calorie counting diets, whether it's like Noom or Weight Watchers or all of that, typically focuses on lower fat. You'll notice that, you know, like in Weight Watchers, the the foods with the highest fat have the highest points. And anyway, I'm saying all this to say low fat dieting has got to stop. Like it just really has got to stop. Fat is so crucial to your diet and so important for your body that it is just so silly that we continue to focus on this eat less calories and move more diet advice when it's just so trash. And it really, really has failed us um, for so, so long. Doctors and dietitians like myself alike, we have got to stop recommending this because it doesn't work. You can look at science and you can see the statistics are not in favor of people being successful on the eat less and move more way of eating and and exercising. And so that's why I want to focus on low, uh, low fat dieting and the harms of it today, because I want you to stop doing it. Okay. Let me rephrase this. I want you to stop low fat dieting. Okay. Let's say it again. Even if you have heart issues, even if you have high cholesterol, even if you want to lose weight, low fat dieting does more harm than good. So let's get into it. And before we get really into the the body of the podcast, I do want to just name a couple of reasons why fats are important and why reducing them or really going super low fat can be damaging. So one, one reason is, is there's a structural component of fat. The membranes around the cells of our body separate the inside from the outside and are essentially made up of fat. And so it's really important for for cell structure to have this. It's also good to know that the brain is incredibly rich in fat, 60%, and it has a really unique fatty acid composition. Uh, DHA is the major brain, brain fatty acid. So it's really, really important and really healthy for the brain. Fat also carries vitamins. So fat carries a vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K. And it also supports their absorption in the intestines. So it's really important that you have fatty foods or these vitamins may not be absorbed and they may not necessarily be used properly. Another reason is, is the essential fatty acids are involved in in processes all over the body, like blood clotting, wound healing, inflammation are all essential and all and very important to the the body's the body's health. So those are just some of the uh, some of the many the many health benefits of fat that I wanted just you to keep in your mind as we really dive deep into kind of what happens when you go low fat and or why the low fat dieting craze is just so still prominent. Let's take it back to where it all started. So if you ever try to lose weight, there's a, there's a pretty good chance that you've at least considered a low fat diet. 
the idea that we need to go low fat, quote unquote, has ties back all the way to the 1940s. There were some scientific studies that were published seemingly, and I put air quotes around seemingly, linking high fat diets to high cholesterol. This made way for the thought that like going low fat could potentially lower the risk of heart disease, even though some scientists and researchers were incredibly skeptical of these findings. And I want to say that again, there were a lot of scientists and researchers that were speaking up about this even in the 1940s, and they were basically completely ignored. The low fat diet really began gaining like a lot of significance in the medical community, even the media and in politics, even so. So fast forward a little bit to the 1960s, America really witnessed like a huge shift. The low fat diet, which was originally created to treat and prevent heart disease, literally became leading nutrition advice. So it was getting promoted on all the radio stations. You could see a cover um, on Time magazine of like, fat being demonized. It was just really like this whole, this whole issue with fat was just awful. And it was getting so in the media and so like in people's faces, much, much like how the media is today, if you get what I'm saying. But popular magazines, like again, time and prevention, were sharing all this information as ways to promote heart health, but also weight reduction. Again, let's fast forward a little bit to 1977. The USDA um, dietary guidelines were published, and even without significant evidence, and I want to say this again, without significant evidence from scientific randomized controlled trials and testing, these guidelines recommended an incredible reduction in dietary fat. And it was very, very apparent. But I again want to say there was really not good evidence backing this recommendation at all all. And so this really, really kicked off the nationwide mentality of, of fat fearing. So this became really popular and it, and you know, there was apparently, and I say, quote unquote, apparently some scientific evidence that research back this low fat idea, you would expect to see a massive change in the positive direction regarding weight as well as heart disease since everyone was buying into it, right? So you you would expect, okay, since now the nation has really started to promote low-fat dieting, people's, people's health and wellness should be improving. You would think that, but it did not happen. In fact, you can see that on most graphs of this, when the low-fat dietary guidelines were issued, Sugar consumption went up, obesity dramatically increased, dramatically, and so did heart disease and all the other things that we we have problems with, diabetes, et cetera, just dramatically increased. And you can see this in a graph. This this podcast is based off of a, a blog post I wrote for Health Code. If you don't know about Health Code, it's Dr. Bickman. Benjamin Bickman, he wrote Why We Get Sick. It's his um, supplement brand. And it's not supplement brand. It's a protein powder. But anyway, you can go to the science section on that website and see this graph. I kid you not, you can literally see sugar comes sugar consumption skyrocket as well as wheat consumption and obesity just and heart disease and all of these other things just, just really skyrocketed. Low-fat diets were, and unfortunately still are, often recommended for people to lose weight. And it's, it's, it's so backwards, the logic behind it. And I kind of understand the logic behind it is that a low fat diet essentially is based on one gram of fat equals nine calories. Whereas one gram of protein and one gram of carbohydrate equals four. Naturally, you would think that cutting this fat would inevitably lead to lower calorie consumption and in turn to weight loss. 
However, our bodies are not thermodynamic engines. Okay. Yes, we burn calories differently, but there's a lot of things that come into play. You've got to look at hormones. You've got to look at where the person is with muscle mass, if they're pregnant, if they're breastfeeding. It's not just a calories in versus calories out model. Even if a provider or a dietitian doesn't directly say to follow a low-fat diet, again, I'm going back to what I said in, in the introduction, most dietary models or diet models, again, Weight Watchers, Noom, Calorie Counting, MyFitnessPal, all of these things are really based on this calories in versus calories out. Like I said, whether it's points or red light foods, you can see that the ostracized macronutrient is almost always fat. And then you want to go back to, again, with this huge push for everyone to eat low fat, we still see the numbers for obesity continuing to rise. We still see the numbers for type 2 diabetes continuing to rise. We still see the numbers for Alzheimer's or type 3 diabetes and PCOS and all of these conditions continuing to rise. So it's very interesting that we put into place this huge low fat diet propaganda, if you want to ask my true opinion on it. Um, and we don't see diseases really, really improve like at all. Like in fact, it's getting much worse. I hate to be grim, but it, it is what it is. Fat is incredibly satiating. So moving on a little bit here, one of the reasons why fat is so good for the body is it's, it keeps, it keeps you full. Okay. Without fat, you get hungry quicker. Um, and so a, a really interesting study by Dr. Bowden, it was published in the, um, internal medicine journal, 10 overweight adults were studied in a metabolic ward ward for almost a month. The first week they were allowed to eat from a buffet where everything they ate was weighed for the latter duration of the study. The participants only ate low carb, high fat. On average, the first week where they were kind of allowed to eat whatever they want, they ate around 3,100 calories daily. But when they put were put on the low fat, I mean the high carb, excuse me, but when they were put on the high fat, low carb foods, they only ate 2,200 calories. That's 900 calorie difference of of consumption. A lot of my clients tell me um, in, in the ketogenic solutions group that I run that one of the first things they notice is that they're not as hungry all the time. And yes, because fat is so satiating, you end up inadvertently not eating as much calories because you stay full like your nature intended. In this study, they also reported a great level of fullness, just what I was talking about during the latter half of which the lower carb intake and lower calorie intake was happening. So while they were eating lower calories, they were still more full, right? Doesn't that make sense? Another study found that a low carbohydrate diet consisting of, of more fat and protein also better preserves satiation than a low fat diet. So that's just another study backing what we just said. And then the last study that I want to talk about is was the Women's Health Initiative. They studied 50,000 women on low-fat diets and found that they had no significant weight loss. That's powerful. 50,000 women, no significant weight loss. What you need to know is that when the body is full, especially for longer periods of time, as it is usually with fat and protein to a degree as well, people tend to eat less and the which can cause weight loss. You remove fat from the diet, you remove them being full, and guess what they're going to eat? They're going to eat more carbohydrates. Also note, when people jumped on this low-fat craze, you can see in, in many diagrams and graphs, they started really over-consuming carbo carbohydrates. Food corporations caught onto the trend. They started pumping out low, no, reduced-fat foods, which 
surprisingly enough, contains a ton of sugar. So it it just so happens when you remove the tastiness and the satiating factor of a product, you gotta add something. So of course they're adding sugar, they're adding high fructose corn syrup, they're adding MSG, they're adding salt, all of this stuff to these fake foods because they remove fat and now they've got to make them taste good. So you're really just getting this kind of like Franken food of, of, of a product that's going to spike your blood sugar and cause problems down the line. So yes, these products were lower in fat, but they really contain the same amount of calories and, and definitely a much higher amount of refined carbs. So think about this scenario that this this whole conundrum has created. People went from eating real food, real fats, real meats that help stabilize blood sugar to a chemical storm of fake food riddled with a ton of additives and sugar. If you look at the image that I that I posted in my blog on Health Code, you can see that calories from natural fat sources like eggs and meats and nuts have really remained relatively the same, but calories from par- processed carbs like flour, cereal products, sugar, and, and other sweeteners have really, really skyrocketed. So what is the takeaways from all of this? While the low-fat diet is really still oftentimes prescribed in the medical community, it may really not be beneficial to your health. Don't buy into fearing fat. It's really incredible and really important to the body. And this is really especially true if you suffer from any insulin-resistant related conditions or any of the conditions discussed above. It's really important to work with your healthcare provider before switching dietary patterns and and work with a professional either like myself or or, or Dr. Bickman. There's a a lot of really, really wise professionals out there that can um, can help you improve your health and improve your life without making you feel starving, without making you feel uh, miserable and like you're dieting. So I want to be there for you for that. So if you don't already follow me, check me out on Instagram. I'm at the.ketogenic.nutritionist. Shoot me a DM. Tell me that you've listened to my podcast. Tell me what you found beneficial about it. I love hearing from my followers and listeners. You guys are incredible. You guys are the real MVPs and and really make uh, my life just a joy. So I appreciate, I really do appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. So give me some feedback. Um, I am enrolling in my women's weight loss group. So if that's something that you're interested in, please again, send me a DM on Instagram. You can also check out my link in bio on Instagram. And I'm more than happy to, to have a discussion with you about what I can offer and how I can help. Again, you guys are the bomb.com. Thank you for listening.